Hello, hello, welcome to the Fantasy Culture Podcast, week six. I am your host, AD, a.k.a. Dre, and I'm here with my co-host. Hey, it's Markeith here. Welcome to week six. We have episode six for you guys. Yeah, yeah, we on our way, we on our way. Um, What's going on, man? Any uh, any new news for us? Yeah, you know, uh, just soaking all this new... This this new season, this whole new complete, not understanding what's gonna happen week in week out. Um, I think the biggest thing I can say uh, for the new news is gonna be Mr. Le'Veon Bell. For Le'Veon for our start of our Bell. week six, Le'Veon Bell is no longer a Jet. Wow, wow. Uh, can't say I didn't see that coming. Kind of did. I don't know what's going on over there, man. They they're such a dumpster fire of an organization right now. Um, a lot of the teams are making the moves with head coaches that people are wondering, Jets, why have you not made that move? As a Jets fan, unfortunately, I'm asking myself that question. Yeah. I'm asking myself that question. I don't understand what the loyalty is to Adam Gase, why they feel like, like there hasn't been any improvement. None There's whatsoever. literally been no improvement. It's only gotten worse. Like from a general manager or owner standpoint, like, when you pull up a chair and you have a discussion with your head coach, I don't know what he's throwing at these guys in the front office to make them feel like, you know what? We believe yeah. in you. Like, you have your star <laughs> players wanting to leave. Like, like, you wasted a pick on Jamal Adams, I think, before Gates got there. And then, like, now you have him. Like, he's gone now. He's like, gone. <laughs> like, we have nothing. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand what the organization thinks of. Gates' resume doesn't speak for itself. I don't understand if, like, you know, he had Super Bowl wins and things in that regard. But nothing. There's, there's nothing there. He's he not accomplished. Record. Like, he's not accomplished. I don't, I don't understand it. it. Like, it's one of the most mind-boggling things for me. You have your franchise quarterback looking pedestrian at best. You have none of your receivers. Denzel Mims hasn't even taken a snap all season. Or maybe he did early on and got injured. I don't remember. But that's that's pretty much my point, that yeah. there's been no standouts. Nothing. In all the talent, quote-unquote talent, that we have over there, um, there's been no standout, uh, standouts. Either those star players have left or they're injured. Or they just don't show up. Yeah, and no... I just I can't understand it. The offense stutters. Um, the defense, it's it's just it's they need a complete knockdown rebuild, whole new foundation, whole new attitude. Bring someone else in because it's looking it's looking terrible. Yeah, it's looking terrible. It definitely is. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so Bell's gone from there, which you know probably helps him out. He mm-hmm. signed to the Chiefs. Crazy. It's kind of like a Patriot-style move. On the contrary, yeah. then you have Bell going to the Chiefs. Super Bowl champions, defending Super Bowl champions. Uh, once again, a Super Bowl contender again, based yep. on their performance, you know. Um, doesn't look like they've missed a beat. And uh, probably in an area they didn't even really need improvement, they found a way to improve with 
with Le'Veon Bell. You think it was an improvement, or you think he's washed at this point? What would you What you think about Le'Veon? Uh, I so I think it's definitely an improvement. Just adding okay. him in that backfield. It's already a young backfield as it is with the Lairs rookie, and then I know they're running back the second string running back Lastman's Williams too. I forgot his first name though. He's a young running back, so bringing on Bell, who to me still has talent, he just wasn't in the greatest situation. He wasn't. Um, <laughs> he was so not. So I really feel like a team like this kind of helped get him motivated, get started back again. And you have Andy Reid, who's always done great development with his running backs. So um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a great improvement for them, and we're definitely gonna see how it's gonna play out for him. Yeah, it should be a good one. Um, you know, for the Chiefs, I think it's definitely an upgrade back there. I think Le'Veon still has a lot left in the tank. Uh, he just wasn't in a great situation, as you stated. Um, the, you know, the O-line wasn't that great. At times, he looked unmotivated. At yeah. times, he, uh, you know, despite the reports of him and Gase getting along, like, even the fact that that's a topic of discussion, there's something there, an underlying issue that they're trying to disregard or be dismissive about. And um, I think we saw that in the fact that they were just willing to trade him, yeah. you know, pay him $18 million for what, like just to, 21 games or something like that? Yep, just to release him. Just to release him. Like, how do, how do you do that and still have trust in your head coach to, uh, you know, to, to lead your team in a positive direction after all of these mistakes, all of these blunders? It just, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's like they, need a, they need a whole culture change. Everything a, about that needs a change. But, um, you know, it, it's it's on the other end. Kind of tough for, uh, for you know, fantasy owners who had uh, Hilaire yeah. because at this point, we don't know yet because he's not going to, uh, Bell won't play Monday against the Bills. Yep. He's not playing. So this is Hilaire's solo, last solo attempt to really uh, show why he is or why he is regarded as that, you know, number one, uh, I'm sorry, round one pick, you know, someone yep. that people picked in the first round. Over, you know, DeAndre Hopkins or over Joe Mixon or over, you know, all these other first rounders that got scooped up right away. You know, yeah. Hilaire was the really the only rookie to have that that uh, energy and that buzz around them going into a potent offense like the Chiefs. And um, people were banking heavily on him. So we'll see. We'll see how they split carries, especially in an era right now where a lot of things are running back by committee. Um, to me, I think it's going to be a, a little bit of a tougher integration than most um, probably think because in my eyes, they're kind of similar runners. You know, they're kind of similar runners. They both have the pass catching ability. Um, they're both not the biggest bruiser backs. They rely more on their vision and elusiveness. Yeah. So it's like where one is going to thrive in the role of being the pass catcher or uh, running outside of the tackles they both kind of do the same thing in a sense. So yeah. I want to see how they mesh those two together, split the carries, and, uh, you know, keep both of those guys healthy and fresh. Definitely. You know? I think the biggest difference, honestly, is just like more so the size as far as, you know, height mm -hmm. and then just experience for uh, Bell compared to Alaire. But they are essentially both the same style running back. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's, uh, I think that's the biggest thing that's going on as far as, you know, any, any newer updates. Um, anything else happened last week also we have uh, – Mike Thomas, um, there was a report by him Mike getting suspended. Uh, I know it's kind of a thing looking out, kind of see what's going on in that Saints kind of organization over there, but um, I think it's a good thing for him not being suspended. I, I know saw reports reading how really him being suspended would have hurt a lot more. I think that would have showed a lot more problems because obviously the contract, 
and he would have lost a lot of money off getting suspended compared to just being fined and oh yeah not playing because of you know quote unquote injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a uh, yeah, I think it's kind of a little thing to look out for. They have a bye week, so we can just kind of see how this bye week plays out and see if they're kind of sizzle out for them and get back on get back on track. So apparently he's gonna be back next week. Um, I was watching first take earlier this morning, and Cam Jordan was being interviewed. And um, in the interview, Michael Thomas kind of popped in and did a little dance in the camera. And, uh, you know, don't quote me on this. Don't quote me on this. But in the brief moment that he was in the shot of the of the camera, in focus in the camera, it looks like his left hand was wrapped up. So there was also a rumor circulating that he was not... Uh, benched or sat last game because of the altercation that he had with the teammate but because actually when he did punch the teammate he injured his hand and uh that's a rumor that i've been seeing i do believe i glimpsed his hand was kind of wrapped up so there may be some truth to that maybe some validity to that i don't really know but um mm-hmm. on his way out of that of the focus of the camera when they were interviewing cam uh cam jordan he did say um, see y'all next week to Stephen A and uh, and Max and uh, Cam. You know Jordan did did say, "Oh, you heard the man." He you know from the man himself, he said he'd be back next week. So okay, okay, okay. you know little little insider news there. So uh, yeah, could be looking at Michael Thomas coming back next week, which is a huge boost for that offense because um one it kind of takes the pressure off of uh, Alvin Kamara a little bit, um, not having to do everything which he's pretty much been doing quite easily yeah i'd say (laughs) quite easily i'd say but um just to alleviate some of that pressure you have another phenomenal player in uh michael thomas who can uh get back to to what he was doing get back to what he was doing just help that saints team kind of get back on track to kind of definitely can see the difference of him not being on there absolutely absolutely that's uh your michael thomas there and then next next thing my Titans. <sighs> I'm gonna throw. Still I'm gonna have the boo. I'm gonna have a boo sound effect for this. Still I'm undefeated. Listen, the boo sound effect is coming for this Two section weeks right here. Right football, here. No practice, really. And knocked off the Bills. The Bills team I've been talking so highly about. So uh, just wanna... the Bills look hungover. That they they game was. Uh, they, man, I don't know. I wasn't was feeling it. Great game by the Titans. All right, we'll skip over that. We ain't got much to say about that. Titans, okay. Titans came back. They won. Bills lost. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> uh, but rolling off of that though, the biggest thing <laughs> is a continued uptick though of COVID. Looks like um, kind of see kind of see like a, a a random spread here. Just that's random weird. teams just randomly be like positive test. And then maybe like never mind false positives. False positives, but like and they'd be what? like, no, nah, just kidding. Next day we actually had like three. Like I don't know really what's going on with the this inconsistency whole in that is just it's really troubling. So uh, up to today, I think what Patriots got another yeah, someone Patriots else got another positive. So they uh, um, the good thing what I read though is like while they did um, cancel practice, they already were doing a virtual practice as it was, so no one was even at the site or facility anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a good thing in a way. So that kind of shows they're trying to stay ahead of being in a quarantine and mm-hmm. um, trying to avoid anything from happening. So I still see that game probably start playing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we just have to see how it goes because as we've noticed these past couple of weeks, you never know when the game's going to get rescheduled, canceled, postponed, whatever the calls may be. Yeah, it's uh, – you think you think, you think think the season will finish? Uh, I So it looks like it will finish. It looks like they're trying to – 
you know, be determined for it to continue to go on. Yeah. I did see some reports of them trying to talk about a bubble, but I don't know how that's going to be. There's just so many players yeah, compared to, like, the NBA. Tough. It's just it's a huge difference of amount of players and teams yeah, to try to do a bubble be, in, like, uh, two places. So That's going to be tough. Um, but um, I think it could work, you yeah. know, in, in specific cities, you know, having different bubbles set up. Maybe not just one, but just, like, different yeah. – um, dome settings, different locations, whatever the case may be, maybe even using, uh, I don't know, college campuses, different uh, other arenas that may be enclosed. Um, I don't know. I'm sure the NFL will figure it out at this point. They've been doing okay in, in managing it, not poor, but not great. Um, but then again, even on, you know, an individual level, um, us dealing with COVID hasn't been like there's been no foolproof way in protecting ourselves as individuals. So I can imagine it's much more difficult when you're dealing with a lot more money. Yeah. You're dealing with a lot more value in these players. You're dealing with TV time. You're dealing with advertisements. You're dealing with endorsements. You're dealing travel. with travel. You're dealing with not having arenas open so you're not making money off merchandising like when you look at things like that in the bigger scope of stuff nfl is a huge 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 billion dollar enterprise man so they really gotta be uh super careful super specific um with how they address situations and um you know they have the right people in power to kind of figure it out um, so I think they'll they'll do their best, but at the same time, I hope they keep in uh, keep in mind player safety. Uh, you know, Definitely. number one thing is it has to be player safety. Yep. Um, you know, they've done that over the years on the field as far as like helmet to helmet and uh, low tackles on um, on quarterbacks or hit hitting high on quarterbacks. Yep. Um, but just different things that protect the longevity of these players. You gotta look at it from the same, um, through the same lens when it comes to this COVID, you know, yeah, because it's definitely. it's it's just as dangerous, um, you know. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, you know, they're working on it, and yeah. we'll see what comes of it. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. So that's one like so key thing to look out for. Just a lot of COVID pickup. COVID picking up, man. Um, COVID picking up. But um, next yeah. up, return to Alex Smith. Hey, man. A year man, and a half later, make some noise for Alex comeback. Smith. Uh, make some noise that he came back. Don't make any noise for that performance. Yeah, that wasn't good. It wasn't the best performance, <laughs> and I, I I don't blame them for maybe trying to keep it safe and just not have him throw too much. And it, uh, kind of that was unexpected for him to kind of hop in there kinda, the way how he had to. But. I mean, we'll see this week, but it kind of makes you think that they may have pulled the plug on Dwayne Haskins a little yeah. early because you don't really have. But you know, it's, 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 not a lot of, it's not like there. Like I know right now, Cal Allen may play. Um, I saw Haskins went home with a, like an illness at one. He came point back. This week. He came back to practice this uh, okay. this week in full. He returned back in full. Uh-huh. But yeah, but it's still this. It's a toss up. It really is. There, and Alex Smith, even though he was in there, still I don't know. Doesn't seem comfortable 
so to say, and I wouldn't feel as comfortable with that offensive line yeah. coming from an injury like that in my lower leg. Like I would mm-hmm. be. There's something that's definitely gonna have He's to be some tentative. kind of mental game there for sure. Yeah. So um, um, I don't know. I can definitely see Haskins maybe working his way back in there. Yeah, I definitely see them because, bringing Haskins I mean, back. Because Allen wasn't looking spectacular even when he was kind of active either. So we'll see what they want to do. Yeah, I, I think I think this will serve much more as a lesson to Haskins. Yep. Um, it's kind of just like a indirect discipline in a sense because oh, I heard yeah because I've heard that. It, it's not really his play. What I've been reading, it's um, a lot more of his attitude and his uh, demeanor on the field. Um, his work ethic has yeah. been challenged a lot. So, And he's still a young player, so it's things that I think he'll be able to develop through. But, um, you know, looking, <laughs> looking at Alex Smith, and granted it's his first game, so I'll cut him some slack after a year and a half coming off a gruesome injury. Um, I'll cut him some slack and say that first performance was just rust combined yeah. with maybe a bit of ten- uh, being tentative. Butterflies. But, uh, yeah, butterflies. Um, you know, the fact that the O-line isn't isn't great. Uh, but Dwayne Haskins, uh, he looks to be the best out of the three. You yeah, know, even, and that's not saying much, but... Yeah, um, See how that changes along Anything the way. to keep my dog Scary Terry involved. We're still we're right we're right smack dab in the middle of Spooktober. So uh <laughs> anything to keep my boy Terry involved. Oh man. Um, you know, it's 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 all good. So we'll see how they do this week. Um I think Kyle Allen is has been deemed the starter. He looked yeah, pretty he looked they, healthy. They I think they said he was coming at the start. Yeah, they said if he's gonna if they you know continues through still rehabbing not rehabbing, mm-hmm. but you know, healing throughout the week, he will the be shoulder, the starter. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll look for that. We'll see. But uh, yeah, Alex Smith did not have a great game. Um, but you know, hopefully, if he is called upon in the future, he has a better output. Yes, um, I did not watch this game, but you were telling me that uh, Garoppolo also coming off an injury. But I know they got dealt with by the Dolphins. Yep. And I don't think anybody really saw that coming. Um, but they got smacked up. Yeah, I just I saw did. the score after. And uh, Jimmy G got benched yeah, halfway Jimmy through. Jimmy G you said. got benched. Um, just wasn't playing good. I mm. think he really was. He had an ugly interception. I won like one of his last throws was just a very bad interception. So I know they took him out. Um, benched him by you know, by halftime. They had Nick McMullen come in after that. Mm-hmm. Still didn't do great. As we saw, the score was not the best, and the Dolphins like kind of twenty one to like forty three or something. He yeah. put forty one on uh, uh, San Fran. Yeah. yeah, I mean negative two defense. I didn't see that coming at all. Nope. So um, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he'll be back this week, so just to see how he's going to play out there. And uh, another key thing here, Mr. Dan Quinn finally has been relieved Get of his him out duties of as a Falcons head coach. And uh, now Raheem Morris, the former Buccaneer coach, is going to take over. You know, and, I love uh, me a good storyline. The yeah. Moors are still winless. Julio maybe, comes back. Julio comes back, maybe a little bit more revitalized. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Who do they play this week? Falcons play, play Vikings. So Which, Vikings... They've been kind of on an uptick a little bit. I think they're starting to get their mojo back together. But um, still no. still a defense that's trying to find their footing. Yep. Um, Dalvin Cook, uh, we'll, we'll touch on that, but just to breeze on it, Dalvin Cook is out. So you'll have uh, Dalvin Cook 2.0, Alexander Madison, um, <laughs> you know, taking over the primary back position. And, um, you know, look for him to have a big game because I was just telling Markeith earlier, to me, he's really very, very similar to, to Dalvin Cook. Yeah. You know, not as elite, but the tendencies, the traits are there. 
Look for him to have a big game. I like Alexander Madison to um to do his thing this week. I would agree with that assessment. And then uh yeah, lastly here the, another big update was Mr. This Mr. Man, Gordon, bro. Mr. Melvin Gordon with a DUI at all times. See, and, and that's and that's why I, I believe this here. this COVID <laughs> stuff is happening, man, because you have these players who were nah, they're not taking it seriously or whatever the case may be. They're going out, they drinking, they having a good time. Um, I don't know the whole story of where he was going or where he was coming from, but I'm sure he wasn't just, you know, driving up the road to get drunk. Yeah. Like he was definitely probably out and about, just enjoying life. And um, you know, you can't be doing that, bro. Yeah. One, you can't be doing that with COVID running out here so rampant, knowing that it can affect your team, it can affect the business, and you messing up the money. And then you can't be driving drunk. Yeah, man. You can't be driving drunk. Like <laughs> It's yeah. not. It's not good. It's not good. They just. You, you're the primary back. They're looking for that. Yeah, you're the primary back in that in that offense. You can't. You, you then. This not is a good exactly. You're here for yeah, the, this for is exactly the opportunity that Philip Lindsay was looking for. Like, yep, not a kind of sitting, <laughs> sitting back, scoping, waiting for you to drop the ball, and, and you did. Humble. So here you go, Philip Lindsay. It's your time, boy. Back to back to uh back 2019 injury, season. Had a bye week ready to go. Yeah, back to 2019 uh 2019 season when he was splitting with Royce Freeman. Yeah, and even no, so, actually um, speaking of injuries, so uh, no, Philip Lindsay's gonna be back. <coughs> yeah, which is which is gonna be pretty good for 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 uh, situation with Gordon. I know he was actually had an illness too, so he's been marked as questionable. I'm sure he may still play though. But uh, kind of look yeah, out for that. He had a weird illness. I think there's a stomach bug going around. You know, yeah, over the last couple, couple of days. Players who've been who've been out with illnesses lately. Yeah. Um, last couple of days, I haven't been uh, feeling too great myself. Uh, a little bit of a stomach bug. So I think there's something going around right now because yeah. a lot of guys are down, and it's not COVID related, but a lot of them have quote unquote illnesses. So yeah. we're definitely gonna run that season two season changes and stuff. Yeah, definitely something um, to pay attention to. Um, so yeah, um, as we transition into that injury segment, uh, Devontae Adams is back off of the bye week. Um, he's had, what, last three weeks yeah, to recover. Three, yeah, um, weeks, so. so, you know, look for him to, to get back into form in that offense that's firing on all cylinders right now. Uh, Packers are, are balling. Um, Evans and Godwin looks to be making a return back. Godwin will be back. They have a tough game this week. Um, they are playing the Packers. Yeah, so, so, um, nice little battle of the receivers here. Yep, it's gonna be and a good quarterbacks. one. Quarterbacks, and quarterbacks. So it's gonna be a good one. I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll touch on the details on that one when we get to the games of the week. Um, as you said, Philip Lindsay is back. Drew Locke looks to be working his way back, so that's good. Um, as Dak you know. is out. Dak is out, man. That was one of uh, that, that was, was a tough, tough, yeah. tough one to see. Actually, that was a similar um in a way. Alex, Alex Smith, kinda, Smith. Kinda yeah, man. So that was uh, he can recover and uh, you know, that was ugly. That was ugly. That was ugly. So um, prayers up for Dak. Wishing him a speedy recovery with that. Yeah. Um, KJ Hamler out. out. Another one. So. Um, so you know, get your Jerry Judy's lined up, I guess. Any if other you, Bronco? I know no offense, so questionable, but mm-hmm. um, look look for Tim Patrick as another receiver to kind of step up. Yep. Um, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey out. Okay. Fire up your full gams, yep. your full gams, and uh, and Greg <laughs> Ward. Um, look for those guys. They got a tough matchup against the Ravens, yep, I believe, this week. Yeah, very um, tough matchup. Tough matchup, but somebody got to catch the ball. Yeah, so I got to do something. Somebody got to catch the ball. Definitely Watching the Eagles game. Uh, 
Fulham looks like he might have a little bit of chemistry with Wentz. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely building on, like, you know, it looks like Fulham and uh, Sanders are, like, you know, just doing the best they can in this, yeah. this team that's here. So definitely um, definitely look for them to you know if you need someone to kind of fill in a flex role or something. Look for maybe an ego offensive, offensive player who's yeah. <laughs> definitely going to touch the ball. I do see them playing from behind, so it's not like I see this being a, you know, a running style yeah, kind of game. Really I definitely see this a like kind of air out kind of game for the Eagles. Yep. Um, Darius Slay, questionable, questionable, but I did see he was trending upwards in practice today. So, yeah. um, that would be good. They play the, uh... It's, he's on the Eagles, so they play the Ravens. Ravens, and yeah, that's also, right. also, um, Vontae Maddox, who's the other corner, um, also out. So, just kind of another thing, pay attention to mm-hmm. any Raven player. Um, obviously, you know, we look for Lamar to kind of, Lamar and, uh, Mark Andrews to do their thing, so... Um, you know, trying to look for any other Raven players that maybe J.K. Dobbins or one of them who may kind of... Yep. Filling as this game again looks like it's going to be more of a, a Ravens dominance. It could be a, a rushing show. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like the rushing game to get a little bit more active. Um, a lot of analysts I saw were high on Marquise Brown this week, but I don't know if I'm ready to buy into that. If Darius Slay is back, um, that matchup may be a little bit tougher than anticipated. Yeah. So I kind of like maybe uh, uh, Mark Andrews in a running game to be a lot more prominent Definitely. this game than the uh, than the receiving uh, receiving core. Yeah. So you know, take that into consideration. Uh, if Slay is back, which I did read earlier, he is trending upwards to play. If not a full go right now, he is trending upwards. So pay attention to that. Um, as we touched on earlier, Dalvin Cook is out. Will be replaced by Madison. And then uh, no Mo Cox, no Mo Cox, <laughs> Mo Ali Cox is out. <laughs> he is out this week. Um, so if you need a tight end streamer, tight ends have been kind of a wasteland this year. Definitely not what it was last year. Nah. But if you want to take a shot on somebody, uh, I like Trey Burton. I like Trey Burton as like a deep, deep, deep sleeper. Like if you know, if you need a tight end, yeah, if you need a tight end. Uh, I'm sure he's out there on waivers. Might Eric take a Ebron stab on too. him. I've seen him a couple of times. If yeah. You need a tight end. Eric Ebron does get touches. Eric Ebron in the is there. You got um, Deon, Deontay Thompson out. So, mm-hmm. or Johnson. De- uh, yeah, Deontay Johnson is out. So, um, yeah. Also, I believe Jordan Aikens was questionable still. Yeah. Um, uh, so, if you want to, I mean, Darren Fell's numbers wasn't crazy last year. Uh, not last year, last game. Uh, I think he had like two receptions for like 50 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. So it's hit or miss. Uh, I don't know how involved he'll be going forward, but you know, if at this point, if you're looking for a streaming tight end, you're basically hoping on that tight end. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, touchdown dependency. Yeah. So it's pretty much a dart throw with anybody if you don't have someone in in the in the top ten. Exactly. So, um, just look out for that. But uh, yeah, that's it for injuries. Quick updates. Um, and it's, uh, your favorite part of the podcast hey. and our favorite part of the podcast. We are going to get to that as soon as we take our instrumental intermission. Um, we'll be touching on our sleepers. You know, that one segment that we like to call you by the bus. bus that's coming up. And we also going to talk about our ballers for this week. And um, then we'll get into the the games of the week. But right now, we're going to go to our instrumental intermission. Uh, A little more flavors for y'all. A little more flavors. Still working on the project. Things are going good. Um, Keeping y'all up to date episode by episode on the progress. 
So uh, this next beat will be something that uh, you may hear on a project. So hope you enjoy it. And uh, we'll be back on the Fantasy Culture Podcast. Yep. fantasy culture podcast hope you enjoyed those sounds uh appreciate the continued support the feedback that we're getting about the podcast um oh i, I don't think they heard you you whispered it producer of the year there you go put some bass when you say that producer of the year. <laughs> appreciate that appreciate that you know we working uh trying to piece it all together so um yeah man hope y'all enjoyed the sounds might or may not be on the project right now we're just going through uh sound selection um, lining up the tracks and, uh, you know, just trying to give you the best quality sounds for this project in November. So looking forward to that. But um, enough about the music. Let's get to this segment. Let's jump it off with our sleepers. Who you snoozing on? You know, if you snoozing, you losing. So who's your sleeper? My sleeper is going to be Mr. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, Red Rocket. Red Rocket, former Bengal. I'm going with Andy Dalton for my sleeper. Um, I feel like a lot of people sleep on him, man. He he was he was not a bad quarterback at all for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. He had a great receiving cores over there that he definitely threw the ball to. He had AJ Green, you know, he helped AJ put AJ Green on. Tyler Boyd definitely mm-hmm. had a couple thousand yard season with him. He had about one or two. So I mean, he has weapons over there in Dallas. That he's not had when he was with the Bengals. No. So I definitely, no, I definitely can see him definitely putting up numbers. Um, even if he is playing a good pass defense against the Cardinals, I still, again, he has, really matter. he has weapons on that team that Doesn't he wanted to put all. up some numbers. So um, I've been seeing him on waiver. He's pretty low on waiver. So you know, if, you, if you need to stream your quarterback, um, definitely, definitely look at him, Mr. Andy Dalton, to kind of mm-hmm. see this team put on for Dak is what. Another storyline. I know you like your storylines. You know definitely. I love me a storyline. see the Cowboys trying to turn up for Dak and yep. um, turn the season around with, with someone else at the helm. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Andy Dalton has always been uh, an above-average quarterback, especially if he has the pieces, which on this offense, it's just so potent. Yep. Anywhere you look on that offense, is potent. You got a top-five running back. Um, you got a top-10 uh, wide receiver. Arguably, in in Amari Cooper, um, uh, you know, top three wide receiver right now, emerging rookie in C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Um, and Gallup then you have Michael Gallup, who is pretty much a consistent, you know, sometimes he struggles with getting the targets. Um, I know he struggled last season with a couple drops, but he's he flat out talented, man. If yeah. he gets the looks, any one of them receivers could pop off. Yeah, 1,000 yards for, last year. Yeah, still had 1,000 yards, despite having... Um, pretty significant drops. Yeah. I believe he was pretty low on that. Uh, on a on a drop that chart, definitely he definitely that had definitely his, he definitely had struggles with drops. But um, any one of those any one of those receivers, man, could pop off and give you a good game. It's just 
you gotta you never know. Yeah, you you know, never you know, know. But all in all, the offense is there. All in all, the offense is there. So I like Andy Dalton to come in. He he's a he's a valid replacement. Um, he's a proven replacement in in the terms of like efficiency. Uh, so I like that sleeper pick. I'm yeah. not mad at it. Yeah, I'm not mad got, at it. On, your side. on my side, I have DeAndre Swift, rookie, oh, running Swift. back, Detroit Lions. Um, man, Lions are trying to find their footing too. Yeah. Uh, they've blown probably two games this season, and I think it came down to to coaching towards the end. Um, Patricia's on a hot seat. I feel like he's Definitely been on a hot seat that. for yeah. quite some time. Since he started, man, since he already... <laughs> yeah, he's been on a hot seat for quite some time. Um, but I like DeAndre Swift to, to be a lot more involved in the offense. Um, carry on Johnson between injuries, um, the, the, the touches that he's getting, making very, very little of that opportunity. I can slowly see him being phased out of that offense a little bit more. Uh, AP is AP. You can't really count him out. Um, he's putting up some pretty good numbers, about yeah. four yards a carry uh, for the season thus far. And, uh, you know, AP is AP. He yeah. carries that, that big name. He's a bruiser. He's a tough runner. And then you have Swift Swift. Yep. He's Swift, man. He, <laughs> he You know, he's a pass-catching back. He's elusive. He's quick. Um the narrative would be a lot different, and I always return back to this, that game where Matt Stafford made a great drive down the field, <laughs> got to the goal line, and, uh, you know, Swift got the opportunity to, to seal the game off, dropped, a, off a touchdown catch, and he, and he dropped the pass. He in dropped the pass. Um, right, in the, right in his bread basket, right, right where he there. needed it to be. Um, rookie mistake, you know, that's one of those things that, you, that happens to you as a rookie that you learn from, you want to grow from, because... Uh, put no doubt about it. He's going to get that opportunity again. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, his teammates, the staff, uh, coaching staff is going to um, expect him to to make that play. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, th- this game, they played the, uh, Jacksonville, which um, I like to see. I like to believe it's going to be a little bit of a shootout. I think uh, uh, Detroit, Matt Stafford, um, having a great season thus far. Um Slinging the ball. They've been slinging that ball a lot. Definitely. Spreading that ball around. Spreading that ball a lot. Um, Minshew, spreading that ball around a lot. Uh, You know, they found a gem in undrafted free agent uh, James Robinson. So uh, Detroit does give up a lot of yards on the ground. Um, They also give up some yards through the air. Uh, But so does Jacksonville. So I feel like this is going to be one of those high-scoring, potent offenses um, and I like DeAndre Swift to, to to really get involved. They're coming off a bye week. He had a good game uh, but prior to the bye week. Uh, and I like him to kind of dig into the touches, the few that on Johnson are getting, and maybe cut back on, on AP's usage a little bit more to kind of see what they have in this, uh, in this rookie. Um, right now, he's returning flex value, but... Uh, you know, my bold prediction here, maybe not very, very bold, but just a prediction here is he starts to creep up into the uh, RB2 category um, within the next two to three games. Like, I, I think RB2. he's somebody that you can uh, more than likely play like a James White role a little bit. Um, you know, certainly not not on a consistency level as James White right now, but 
uh, he can emerge to that role yeah. where he's, you know, getting five, six targets a game, turning that into, you know, 40, 50 yards. Um, you know, PPR, you getting five catches a game, 50 yards, that's 10 points right yeah, there. Easy. If he could squeeze in a touchdown and he gets, he gets the goal line, you know, goal line looks for the most part. Um, you know, you're looking at 16, 17 points and that offense scores, you know, they don't really have difficulty scoring like that. Um, they just have difficulty stopping other teams from scoring. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I like to see Deandre Swift as my sleeper this week. Um, I actually have him in my lineup as my, my RB two, um, as, uh, Josh Jacobs is on a bye this week. Um, so I have him and Aaron Jones at my running back positions, uh, but I like him to have a good game. I'm estimating. I, I think he puts him about 16 points this week. I like him to get a touchdown and uh, maybe about five, five, five catches, 50, 50 yards. I, mean, I can definitely see yeah. it. He's, he is like the the lead back in that in that team over there for receiving passes. AP mm-hmm. is just more the goal line kind of smash Bruiser. mouth time that yeah. they need to do. But really, Swift is the one who's kind of been touching the ball way more, um, more than Johnson. Johnson only had like six touches last week they didn't really do too much yeah so definitely definitely like that assessment of swift and i've always been high on on swift since he's entered the league so i'm rooting for him to even you know definitely pick it up and eventually take you know maybe an r an rb2 role i can definitely see the james white comparison especially with dan patricia um matt patricia Patricia. yeah messing up there with matt patricia (laughs) over there he definitely understands that kind of value of a running back so definitely like that there yeah yeah i like it i like it um so let's go into it. That segment. Hey. It is that segment. You bought the bus. bus. We reached that point. Um, I'm going to jump into this one first real quick. Uh, my bought the bus player this week is Ryan Fitz. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mr. He's Fitz been cooking. Magic, He's man. been cooking it up. He's been cooking it up. But I like them to, uh, I like him to not have a great week this week. Um, so who they play again? Dolphins play. Dolphins play. Look that up for me. But in any case, um, Fitz, I feel like we see this. We see this a lot. He he gives you a flurry of just the Jets. That's right. We were talking about that earlier. He gives you a flurry of just good games, and you're like, dang, Fitz is reborn. He looks he looks revitalized, (laughs) and then he just drops a stinky ass dud on you. A stinky dud. So like the first half, like what? Man, he he he'll he'll do it. If there's any player that can do it, he will do it. Granted, the Jets are still the Jets, you know, a big dumpster fire over there. But with the release of Le'Veon Bell, um, you know, maybe always as you know me, storylines. Story <laughs> maybe they come out with just this revitalized energy. Um, Jets and, and the Dolphins always seem to carry this rivalry. Um, so it could shape <laughs> up to be one of those. One of those games where you you just you don't know what to expect, but I I just I have this feeling something in me, and I'm not going off any stats, so don't look for stats on this one. It's just a feeling. It's just a feeling in the gut that Fitz is just gonna yeah. It's not gonna be a good night for <laughs> for him. But um, I, I like I like Fitz to be my bot the bus. I, I I think he's high on a lot of people's rankings this week. Um, I think yeah, I saw he, he I was like people as a sleeper. Yeah, he's uh, you know, he I got him nine on my on my on my uh, I'm sorry, the FF today has him nine on their rankings list. 
uh, right in between Watson and Stafford. I actually have him down in like the third tier. Um, they have Ben Roethlisberger at 16, right above Matt Ryan. I would like him to be better than Matt Ryan this week, but below Ben. So I'm going to have him down at like the QB uh, 15, 16 this week. I don't think he's, I don't think he breaks that top 10. I really don't. Um, but once again, I don't really have any statistical value to, to base that off of. It's just a feeling. It's just a feeling. And sometimes yeah. in fantasy, roll sometimes with your feeling. Sometimes you got to. And sometimes you got to roll with your feeling. So um, that's my bot the bus. That's my bot the bus. I'm interested to hear yours. So shoot, what you got? For me, I got Mr. Teddy Bridgewater. The Bridgewater. Who's been, um, his past two games have been, definitely have been excelling. Hit over 20 points in both, over 200 yards two touchdowns in both games. The offense has been looking pretty fluid. Mike Davis has stepped up in that Panthers offense kind of help alleviating with uh with, you know with, with McCaffrey out, but I'm definitely seeing the game here where it kind of dwindles down for for Mr. Bridgewater. Um I think another big thing here I'm going to say is also going to be his matchup. Pretty sure he's playing the who we got Panthers playing. Um Who are they playing again? Panthers, I believe they are playing. Uh, it's a tough. It was a tough team. I forgot exactly the who it Bears. was. Bears. Bears. Yeah, there we is. go. The, the Bears. Panthers are playing the Bears. Yeah. So the Bears have a great matchup. We kind of saw them against Tom Brady. Kind of how they kind of limit that, that Buccaneer offense, which is you know mm-hmm. way more. I would say obviously way more potent to me than the, the Panthers, which Panthers mm-hmm. do have. A, they have a nice potent quick team, but. Um, I kind of see the Bears shutting that down, and that's my about the bus. It's going to be Mr. Bridgewater. It's not going to have the streak he's been going on, going against his Bears team, who is 4-1. and one. Let's keep that in mind as well. Incredible. Incredible. Um, so, yeah, temper your expectations based off of that about the bus um, for the receivers as well um, because I know a lot of people are high on Robbie Anderson yeah. who has – once again, freed himself from the Jets and yeah, <laughs> been like a been top balling. ten wide receiver this season. <laughs> yeah. And uh and DJ Moore. Yeah, which I actually um, saw DJ Moore on a bus list. Someone yeah, saw that yeah. him being so on about the bus It's not the just us in this assessment. Um, you know, people out here are, are seeing uh Bridgewater having a tougher matchup and consequently it's going to affect um those receivers. Yeah. So, you know, temper your expectations on that. Um I like that. I like that, though. I'm not mad at it. Uh, Chicago is not a defense you want to joke around with. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're tough. They're tough. Definitely are. They're tough. So, um, yeah, we'll wrap up this ballers. segment with our ballers. Ballers, our big ballers, never fallers. <laughs> Who you got? <laughs> Who you got? Give it to us. All right, so my two ballers I have this week for me are going to be Mr. Clyde edwards Allaire. And then the guy has finally returned, Mr. Julio. Julio. Julio Jones. You got Julio balling this week? I got Julio balling. I, I, okay. I, I think Julio's just trying to help I'm change his Falcons. That. I'm going to ride the storyline wave. I think Julio was just trying to save this Falcon season here. You got Dan Quinn just fired. Julio's been out. Um, just trying to salvage this, this team that's just looked at. It's just a, I don't know, it's a poor team that shouldn't be. They have so much. It's just crazy. It's one of this the most talented story teams guys, in the man. NFL. Ever since they lost that Super Bowl, I don't know what happened because they have not lost that many players. 
But for some reason, I don't know. It's, I don't know what it is. It's like, it's like the monsters just came and just took all the, the pe- just, took, just took it all <laughs> away. Like, I don't. I don't understand. Touch but, the ball. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I have Julio's being one of one of the ballers this week, kind of coming back and finally be able to touch the field and get something going. He hmm. was off last game, um, so definitely look for that. And then That's um, interesting. another thing here, Mr. Clyde, you know, it's going to be one of his games where. You know, before Bell kind of comes in and touches the situation, maybe see th- what they can get out of him. As mm-hmm. I mean, you were speaking about earlier, you're kind of bringing that up about as far as how, you know, a Bell coming in there, maybe, you know, Hilaire's a little test to see what else he can do before mm-hmm. they bring in, a, you know, a veteran veteran player like Bell. Yeah. Um, but I do have him kind of balling out, playing against a Bills team, kind of seeing how they just played um, Tuesday night against, of course, my Titans. And, uh, yeah, just kind of like for Hilaire to kind of step up. He had 11 points last week, so I can see more this week coming for him. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Um, you, got, you got on your side. What we got? Before I get into my quick Julio Jones, and this is not based off of anything statistical or anything I've read, but um, I think the hammy injury is a lot more serious than uh, we've been kind of uh, told. In a sense, I think I think it's something, especially in Julio, who's been in the league quite some time, um, a lot of wear and tear on his body. Um, it's only a matter of time before Father Time starts to start yeah. to catch up with you a little bit, and um, I think a lot of people took him as early as the second round. That was he, you know, he was in the top tier of of yeah. receivers coming off the coming off the board, which he usually is, but. I guess I mean if you have if people have paid attention these past like three years definitely has been way more injury yeah been in decline like been in decline um, so that I, I definitely can I see like it being a serious injury still mm-hmm. just because the last game when he tried to like the last game when he did try to come in he, he was had out to, by halftime he had to be out he was out by so, halftime but um hopefully not I, as as all NFL um fans and analysts should be you love Julio Jones because yep. he's one of it's the best. It's Julio. You know, yeah, it's Julio. One of the best receivers we've ever seen. So, um, yeah, but but I, I hope the injury isn't as serious as I feel it is, but I feel it's a pretty significant injury. And hamstrings tend to linger, even in younger players. Julio's up there in experience, so we'll yeah. see how he's able to kind of work through the injury and hopefully get back to form, if not very close to where he should be. Mm-hmm. Um, my ballers this week, you know, I'm starting off with the boy, you know, I'm starting oh, off with man. the boy, DJ go. Shark. Welcome shark back, brother. Welcome back. Welcome back. He played All last right. week. He playing the lot. Yeah, but he, you know, I, I mean, welcome <laughs> back as being like a primary asset to the offense. Cause they're really treating my dollar. Like he's oh, undervalued out here, but it, it, he's, he's not getting the, the looks that people thought he would. Um, he has a lot more to show. But his second year, right? Second year player? Yeah. Second, yeah. second or third? Yeah, I second believe it's second. Third, third at most, but I'm pretty sure it's yeah, second. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's second. Could be third. But um, he's a dynamic dynamic receiver. Um, I think he needs to to see the ball a lot more often. Um, he works out of the slot, which is always kind of an upside for receivers. Yeah. Um, I like him, too. You, here we go. You know I love me a storyline. <laughs> he tweeted out. Uh, about 24 hours ago that he is expecting his, his first uh, first kid. So, you know, he's not going to go out. <laughs> of, I feel like he's on a high right now. There's no way you're going to go out on Sunday and stink it up. You got The universe is lining it up right now for him. Lining it up. You, you know you know what the universe the is saying? Look, you look up in the sky right now. You know what they're saying? DJ Shark. That's what they're saying. Seven catches. 
one fifteen. One touchdown. Make sure y'all write that down. Keep that noted. Seven. For the next episode. One fifteen. One touchdown. Or so you can just update actually on Twitter. This, one more time. Seven. You heard him. One fifteen. And one touchdown. One touchdown. DJ so, Shark. We're gonna see how that's this plays that's out. that's my baller. Um but I like it. Lions, as we talked about earlier, they give up a ton of passing yards. Both of those teams are they the defense is just porous yeah. you know <laughs> like they're just gonna gash each other all game i got that being a, a high scoring game and i like dj shark to benefit with a touchdown and some receptions yeah. I, I like it i'm calling it um dj shark and then my second baller is another receiver who's been having a really good season again this season who's kind of taking the reins as being that primary receiver in that offense tyler boyd mr boyd tyler boyd um Slot receiver, um, if you've watched any of the Colts um, games, they are susceptible to slot receivers. Yeah, um, that zone be getting broken. Not just big name slot receivers. Slot receivers in general tend to do pretty well against the Colts. Um, Tyler Boyd's getting targets, about six a game. Um as we discussed earlier on, and I believe it was the first episode out the gate, I had said that Joe Burrow loves his slot receivers. Um, that has proven thus far in the season because he relies heavily on Tyler Boyd. Um, Tyler Boyd, had, to me, has elevated his game. Um, he stepped into that primary role, and he is someone that Tyler Boyd, uh, uh, sorry, that Burrow can lean on in a receiver. Um, so against the Colts, still a tough offense, but once again, susceptible to slot receivers. I like Tyler Boyd to have a baller performance. I like him to uh, to crack the, the top 15 this week. Uh, right now, let me see what the rankings on him right now are. Um, we're looking at Tyler Boyd. He is currently, let's take a look here. Let's take a look here. Fantasy football today has him at number He's 14. So they have him at 14, which which isn't bad. They have him at seven catches for 84 yards and a touchdown. Um, I like him to, to settle in right around there. I like him to crack that top 15 um, and, and have a good performance. So look out for him. Tyler Boyd, DJ Shark, those are my ballers this week. I can agree with it. I like Boyd. Always been a Boyd fan. All right. There we go. There we go. Very rarely you agreeing with... With my ballers like that. So some <laughs> something's right. Yeah, something's yeah. right there. Something's yeah, right. Some good picks. I'm not mad <laughs> I can agree with them. I I bet. Bet that up. So um let's move on to our final segment for the day. Let's go ahead and talk about these games of the week. Um we kind of touched on each one of these, so we're kind of gonna breeze over them. Um first up we had a Vikings and the Falcons. Um once again, Cook is out, Madison taking over the reins. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that one? What you what you see? Give me yeah, a, so, um, a score. Yeah, talk, definitely. What so you we, got? we had the Vikings and Falcons, both two teams who are still trying to find their groove. Both mm-hmm. powerhouse team. Well, normally looked at as you know powerhouse teams to a degree. Um, I'm still liking the Falcons. I'm still you know kind of rooting for Julio. Okay. Um, definitely as you're saying, Cook is out, so I definitely will look to start your Madison, um, Thielen and Jefferson as well against the Falcons defense. And Vikings have a bye week. 
uh, next week. So good time for for Cook to rest up. Yeah, so definitely look mm-hmm. for that. Um, as far as the Falcons, of course, for me, I'm always gonna say your Julio. Um, I still like the Vikings run defense, so I'm not gonna be sold on Gurley. Hasn't had the best year. Even though it's girly, but of course, you know, you can start your girly. Gurley's um, actually been having a better season than most. I know he had, he had, I know he had his best far. game last game, even though they yeah. lost. He finally had a good game. So The last two um, games, he's, he's been pretty good. He had two touchdowns last game, I think. The game yeah. before that, he, you know, he kind of saved that game because he had like a, a carry on like yeah. the three yard <laughs> line where he got in. So, but he's been scoring. I think in the, I think in five games, he's had five TDs. So, um, uh, just you know, look out for that. But continue. Yeah. So um, look the girly there, Julio. Um, of course you Ridley. Obviously, gotta start your Ridley. That's your that's wide receiver one. Yes, but I have the, I have the Falcons winning this one. I'm gonna go with like a 34, 31 kind of game. Definitely can see it high scoring. Um, yeah, the Falcons winning first win of the season. Hopefully. Okay. But yes, I got the Falcons getting the first 34, win. 34, Changing 31. the narrative with Dan Quinn out. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, I don't think it's. I have it still pretty high scoring. I wouldn't have it in the thirties, uh, but I give it. I give it the Falcons. I say twenty seven. Um, I say twenty seven, like twenty one. Okay. Twenty seven, twenty one. I mean, close to you. Very close to you. So yeah. give or take a couple points. But I got twenty seven, twenty one. Um, Falcons. I like them to get their first win of the season. Um, you know, n- no particular reason why other than me buying into the storyline. Dan Quinn's out of there. Trying to get the first win, return of Julio, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Receivers on that Falcons, I like to flourish this game because yeah. Vikings corners have been suspect all season. Oh, it's very Soft, young team, so Soft. I like Calvin Ridley. Advantage. Book it. You won't see a replay from Calvin Ridley cutting somebody up on a route. Definitely, like nasty. It's gonna be uh, on a replay. So automatic. Remember, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next up, you got the Browns and the Steelers. Browns Huge and game. Steelers two four one team. Big game. Big game. game. We saw what happened with this team with Miles Garrett mm-hmm. and Mister Mason Rudolph. Which mm-hmm. this time, of course, will oh, not be snap. playing. I, I forgot. I was but, just saying big game because that's a big game. But yeah. I forgot that story all line happened. For you, buddy. Storyline. So you story, know, how did I miss that storyline? Gets to come back. He's looking to kind of you know Snoozing. wreck some havoc on this this offensive team with the Steelers. But yeah. the Steelers have been doing. Been balling and that defense is looking amazing and against number a, one against a kind of injury riddled Browns offense here. Mm-hmm. Number one um, in pressuring the uh pressure yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah, the, the defense is looking great. I have them on my fantasy team, so definitely starting them. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I, I have I'm I'm always looking to root for the Browns, but I'm keeping realistic. I'm going for the, the Steelers. I have them winning this one here. Um, I. I don't know. I like this game. I feel like it's a good kind of good kind of battle, a gritty game. I feel like this game will be filled with a lot of energy. Um, just of just the history of what's been going on. I don't really feel like it's been aired out. I feel like they're still kind of holding on to it. Browns, um, uh, didn't they lose somebody pivotal to that defense? Greedy is the greedy is greedy ward out? Um I Ward Ward thinks still in. Um Ronnie Harrison and like their other safety are the two safeties that are out. But I'm pretty sure the corners are still playing. Um, Greedy Williams. I'm sorry. I said I said Greedy Ward. <laughs> it's Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams. But um, I I, I want to say Greedy Williams. Now, I know he's been like I, mean, I know he hasn't really been playing much. I just know um, I know the last one I really saw was gonna be Jefferson, who was the la- who's a safety who was out. Okay. okay but I still, okay. you know, still I have the Steelers winning this one. I'm oh, so Greedy like, Williams. Sorry to cut you. Is on IR, um, with a shoulder injury, so he's not playing 
um, opposite Denzel Ward. So, you know, Denzel Ward is still active, but Greedy Williams is not active. Gotcha. Yeah, so definitely look for the Steelers to kind of take over. Mm-hmm. Offense has been clicking. All the receivers have been kind of clicking, especially Claypool. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Steelers this one. I'm going to go with like a 28-21, maybe even 17 kind of game. I'm around that. 28-24 uh, yeah. Steelers. Um, I think I think Mayfield's going to struggle a bit. Um, you know, as we've seen in the past, he's not the most um, – dependable quarterback when he is heavily pressured yeah and that's where the Steelers flourish that's yep, where they create they their turnovers um and uh Mayfield is working through a bit of an injury yeah um apparently he's looked good but you know you can't really buy into that I don't think any coach staff like is gonna a, be like man he's out here looking bad yeah especially you like know, a chest so injury too all it takes is one good one hit. good and, lick and Steelers have some hitters on that oh, team yeah. so oh yeah all it's gonna take is one nice little hit to kind of Send you back. See how that goes. So look Send out for, for Mayfield. Odell too with coming off that illness, and then um, Landry too got he got hit last game yeah. in the rib. I saw that one, so, and so I can. They're working through some things on yeah, the Browns so. end. Um, Steelers are almost at full strength. They're, yeah, they're without Deontay Johnson though. That's it. Really. So look for Claypool <laughs> to um to to emerge. Yep. I like I like Claypool again. He's he's definitely stepped up Juju as a rookie. Juju may get something going for him. Um, Juju's kind of been quiet lately. Yeah, he has been. Um so maybe look for him. Definitely I know he kind of pops up during these kind of big games, mm-hmm. rivalry kind of games. He kind of wants to put his foot in. Yep. Keep an a, eye out for that. On the team. James Conner seems to be uh healthier. Seems to be doing pretty well. So, you know, I I like Steelers to they they have all the pieces. Um, even without Deontay Johnson, who arguably is their wide receiver too, um, probably not arguably. I, I think it's pretty uh, yeah, he's pretty clear he's he's their second option behind uh, Juju. Yep. Um, I know Ebron was coming off a hand injury, but last thing I I saw, he is a full go. So they're at they're at they look to be at better strength than uh, Cleveland right now, and I like them to come out on top in that game. So um, just look out for that. Yeah. Uh, next up. It's, this is my game. Packers Bucks. Um, Rodgers Brady. Packers Bucks. Rodgers Brady. Mike Evans Godwin. Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones. Uh, Leonard Fournette is looking like it's doubtful. So you're going to probably see a lot of Rojo. Uh, maybe mixed in with some Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, you know, Gronk is, is out there. Braid is out there. Um, Packers, man. Uh, how much is Mike Evans really going to be able to do? Godwin's coming off an injury. How much is he really going to do? Um, right now, Packers have probably one of the best corners in the game in Zaire Alexander. Um, he's been limiting top-tier receivers to nothing. He held Calvin Ridley to a bagel. Um, you know, it's it's Packers on a roll, man. They're rolling. They're rolling. Um, Tampa Bay, of course, you know, has top three running defense uh, yeah. against the run. Uh, so, you know, maybe, maybe a tougher game for Aaron Jones, but the way Aaron Rodgers been rolling, he's going to put his stars in positions yeah, to, to, to ball. Gonna, he may not, Aaron Jones may not have a lot of rushing, but definitely can look at him in the passing yards. And if you're in PPR, you know, that's probably better than even getting rushing. Honestly, if you can get catches and, and, and receiving yards to count as points rather mm-hmm. than, you know, waiting 10 yards to get one. Yep. Um, you know, uh, we get to see if Robert Tanyan was just a flash in the pan, or if he's really a significant part of that offense. Yeah. You know, Alan Lazard is still out. Um, you know, if you need a running back, if, if you know, your running back is on a bye or, or injured, 
um, you know, take a shot with Jamal Williams. They yeah. seem to be incorporating him a lot more into the passing game. And he's used to that um, team. He's been on there. Yep. As as a lot of fantasy owners who may be frustrated at Aaron Jones' usage can't understand why Matt LaFleur doesn't, you know, give him consistent looks and consistent touches throughout the first, uh, throughout the second quarter, third quarter. Um, you know, Matt LaFleur has said before, bar, <laughs> um, has said that he likes to keep Aaron Jones fresh going into the fourth quarter when a lot of defenses are tired on their heels. Aaron Jones is that type of runner where if you blink, he's gone yeah. kind of thing. And you if know? anyone has forgotten, um, early on, Jamal Williams actually was like the starting running back before Aaron Jones yeah. kind of took over. So he already so has sleep. kind of like some familiarity with the yeah. Packers. Don't sleep. Um, so definitely, like you said, nice little pickup if you're looking for maybe like a cuff or something yeah. in regards to that. Never know, Jamal Williams does have sometimes pop off some you know, nice little runs and maybe a touchdown he here and there. He had a good game. So he had a good game last game. He's not a game. small back. He is a nice mm-hmm. little size back that can move. Yeah. And then you got the return of Devontae Adams. We know what he does. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I like this game. I like it to be high scoring. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to say 27-37 Packers. Yeah, I'm going Packers. I can definitely go around there. Yeah. Um, I can go 37, maybe even like 34. Just because Brady, I know sometimes we'll try to match it. But I don't know. I still have the Packers winning this at a high score because they just been rolling, man. I think, I think as we saw with the – who they play, the Titans? Now, who, who did uh no they played the Colts, Bucks played the Colts, they played last the game Bears last game Bears I'm sorry Bears but Bears has it also a good defense and when it got to like the thirty or getting into the red zone um the defense stalled that offense yeah. out a lot of the times which is why you know Suckup had a good game um I see a little bit of that from from Green yeah, Bay, Green Bay I, I see a, a lot nice of stalling out too, yeah so. I like I see a lot of stalling out um so Suckup has been my uh, kicker for the season thus far. I picked them up because I like the high potent offense in games that they would probably stall out. He's pretty reliable from the 45 in. And um, you give him, you know, three of those a game, a couple possessions that stalled out at the 40. You give him three of those a game, you're looking at, you know, nine, ten points from your kicker. Which isn't bad. And y'all can think the Which Titans. Is not bad. The Bucks can think the Titans for. Uh, yeah, so next matchup we have. <laughs> <laughs> next matchup we have. So. Yeah, Packers Bucks on that one. Um, we got the Chiefs Bills. We got the Chiefs and the Bills. We got two teams who um, finally took their first loss of the season. Yep. Um, it's gonna see how they kind of rebound. Which for me, I have the Chiefs definitely yeah, kind of. I still think the Chiefs in a whole different. This kind of like the Bills. I mean, I've been rooting for the Bills, and they are a great team on the rise. But the Chiefs are there. Yeah. Like, there's a difference in there. Like, yeah, Ve- Vegas showed up. You know, the Raiders showed up last game. Um, they're very potent offense too. Yeah, and that's the division um, game. So you know, the Ve- Raiders have like a little more yeah grit to that kind of that 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 play. Yeah, this one here is just kind of you know just a. And Chiefs, the AFC Chiefs weren't games. ready for Ruggs last game. Yeah. Ruggs came off injury, and he and blew past them boys like Ty, nobody Ty was there. Tyreek Hill who? Yeah, who? he showed out. He, he showed out. Um, yeah. Chiefs and Bills, uh, man, that's, that's a tough one to call. What you it got? is a tough one because I'm always rooting for my guy Josh Allen to kind of turn up, but this Chiefs defense has been stepping up, which has mm-hmm. definitely took my eye because I already know what the offense can do. The offense is naturally like we know what they can do. Mm-hmm. Fastest team pretty much in the NFL. Um, I don't know, man. It's a tough one. Bills have a good defense too, though. But I'm definitely gonna have to ride. The, you know, stick with the Chiefs. You know, keeping it. You know, okay. the team is what it is. Mahomes has a hot hand. Um, he didn't. I know he had the best game. Um, 
he had a good game last week. I know pre- previously he didn't have the best game, but overall, it's still Mahomes. Um, so I kind of see them taking over. It's going to be the game, I guess, of the, the quarterbacks with the arms. Mm-hmm. They both can throw. Both have good strength. I like uh, so I like 32-24 Chiefs. 32-24. Ah, I can go with that. I can ride with that for sure. I like 32-24 Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to bounce back. Um, from that from that game, um, who's home? Bills. Who's home? Bills. Bills at home. Yeah, uh, doesn't matter. There's no there's no crowd. So um, I like Chiefs though. I like Chiefs. Yeah. I like, like the Chiefs. Chiefs start your digs, and of course start your your Chiefs players too. Yeah, a uh, sneaky one if you need a little streamer. I like Miko Hardman. Um, yeah. this week, uh, it's kind of a toss up between him and Demarcus Robinson, but there seems to be a little bit more reliance. I think Watkins is out. Is it? I don't know. I know he may be out. So if Watkins is out, they're definitely looking at um, another reason there to go ahead and pick up you know, Hardman or uh, Robinson, as he was saying there. Uh, you just never but know. Yeah, they definitely like, uptake uh, their targets there. Okay, so he did miss his second day of practice today, which is a Friday. So that never really bodes well for the rest of the uh, rest of the week. Yeah. Uh, so if he is out, get your get your McCall Hardman's ready. Um. You know, if you got to play him, you're going to be biting your nails all game because he's the type to get two catches for 97 <laughs> yards, be quiet the whole first half, and then with, like, 47 seconds left in the third quarter, he pop off for, like, a 60-yard game. Just out of nowhere, just comes flying <laughs> so, by. Thank you. So, yeah, so just, you know, be be a little bit weary on that one. But if you need it, I like the I like the possibility of Hardman having a having a good game, um. So yep, look out for that. And then to wrap off the game of the week, we have the Cardinals and the Cowboys. Monday night game, Mr. Andy yes, Dalton yes, gets his yes. first start. Finally, um, you know, after his departure from the Bengals, from the Bengals and then he's uh-huh. going to second string on the Cowboys. So we'll see. Yep. It's going to be another another game more so. Just kind of see how Andy Dalton pops off. Um, also for the Cardinals, kind of see what they can, you know, kind of get their stuff on track. I feel like they're another team that's people had high hopes for them in the beginning of the off season, but uh, they kind of just kind of fizzled down a little bit. Um, how's uh, how's Kyler Murray been doing? I know he started off hot, but um, is he still been? He's still good. He's, still, or? he's doing okay. I mean, he's still doing. I really haven't seen like a Cardinals huge, games. huge improvement, but he's still, you know. Being elusive and still playing pretty good. Um, okay, so he put up 27 on the Jets last week. This is the Jets, so that's like three points. <laughs> um, he had 22 against the Panthers in week four. Yeah. And then he had the Lions. And so he's been pretty efficient. Yeah. And pretty efficient. Get throw to, and then, of course, he runs. You and like he Christian off. Kirk. Yeah, I like Christian. Christian Kirk's been kind of um, getting up, uptake in targets these past weeks from his injury. And I know the biggest thing also from that team is Hopkins was getting so much of receptions that um, I just kind of see them trying to open up the offense a little bit more so that yep. way they don't have to, you know, spread that offense around. So I see Kirk with a little more upkeep. I'm not going to say it's going to be a whole bunch more, but definitely look to get actually get more involved in the offense um, as he was last year. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of agree. I, we talked about it earlier. I said I like this game to be more of uh, Hopkins. And uh, the Cardinals kind of focusing on getting their footing with the running backs. Um, Drake, of course, was somebody that you couldn't sell me on. I don't care what you said or did. <laughs> um, he just he wasn't he just wasn't a, a a a back to me that was desirable. He just I don't know. He 
He just wasn't that one for me. As we see, Chase Edmonds has uh kind of cut into his uh his touches. Yeah. And he's uh he's been been proven. It's kind of like an Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams kind of situation. Yeah, because Edmonds kind of been there past couple of years, and yeah. he always just someone gets he hurt around, and he, and he sticks he just in there. there. He, he kind of plays his part, so I definitely am. Um, and he's been scoring, so yeah. you know I, that definitely uh, says a lot with uh, with Kingsbury. Yeah. Um, you know, to see that performance when uh, Drake tends to be to struggling a bit. So, um, Cardinals, Cowboys. Um, this is an odd uh, one. This is two odd teams. I'm gonna say it's gonna be closer than people think. I'm gonna go 32-28. 32-28. And I'm gonna go Cowboys. I think Cowboys. the Cowboys are gonna win. Um, yeah, I was gonna say they're Cowboys a dynamic too. offense, man. Dynamic offense, and I think they're gonna be too much for the Cardinals to um to handle especially with the loss of uh Chandler Jones yep. which was a big blow huge blow to that defense uh, to that defense he is the anchor um without him that's a significant difference um a lot leaves a lot more time for Andy Dalton to kind of yep. sit in that pocket and and he's no take that dart yet. throw um I'm sorry take that deep throw and uh look for him to to have a good game. Look for Andy Dalton to have a good game. I guarantee. Let's welcome back. I get, I'm, I'm saying Charles Barkley style. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> that Andy Dalton will be the top waiver wire acquisition next week. I definitely could agree with that. I've yep. always been a huge fan of Andy Dalton. Low key. I used to play Madden. And I used to always pick the Bengals. And oddly enough, I would run a read option with Andy Dalton. And it worked. It was yeah. weird, but it worked. Yeah, I've always been man. a fan of him, so I definitely like for him to finally get a game in and yep. kind of help bring to handle the reins in this Cowboys organization right now with Mike McCarthy. Yep, I agree. I agree. Um, what did we say a score on that? I said 32-28. Yeah, yeah 30 Cowboys. Like, yeah, around there. Yeah, okay. definitely agree. All right, so uh, so we'll just have to see. But uh, but yeah, that takes us to the end of week six podcast. Anything we miss? Anything additional you wanna wanna add? Uh, just to know, just wanna continue to thank everyone for the support. Yes, uh, listeners yes. out there, continue to pass it along. Of course, follow us on our Twitter, FF Ball Culture. Yeah, man, FF Ball Culture on Twitter. Um, stay up to date with us. We're always, you know, retweeting, uh, breaking news, um, sharing our own insights. Um, you know, uh, engaging with other yeah, fantasy I, podcasts, I, other fantasy football accounts sharing their takes um it's a lot of information that we that we look into from you know not these huge accounts but just other um real kind of you know nose to the stats um people who really are taking time to write articles and do um deep dives into certain yeah. players so um you know shout out to those to those uh, accounts as well as we go forward, I'm actually going to do a lot more shout outs to these personal accounts, smaller ones, because, um, you know, they deserve it. You know, th- yeah, th- this fantasy football stuff. Too. Yeah. Yeah. This fantasy football, it- it's not easy, especially when you want to be a credible source um, better than these quote unquote analysts. Um, it-, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. And uh, these these smaller accounts or accounts that are that are coming up. Um, definitely need the recognition. So for sure. um, we'll make sure going forward we'll integrate yeah, that sure. to to sh- to shout them out. But yeah, as Marquise was saying, man, thank y'all. When we when we started, you know, week one, we didn't really know what to expect, and um, you know, we just love the continued support, um, the continued feedback, 
uh, people hit hit us up. I know people hit me up saying that they listened to the podcast. Yeah, the you know, they too. made adjustments or, oh, we, they did this. We talked about this and it worked out. Um, it's, it's, it's been, it's been definitely pleasing and, and I'm, I'm definitely humbled by that. So I appreciate you guys. Um, anything else before we check out? No, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys again. Much you already know, it. you already know week six fantasy culture podcast. Thank you for kicking it with us, man. We are out of here. Y'all be hey. safe. Good luck this week. Peace. Yep.